imagine in the 60s, there were the three Bs, Batman, Bond, I could have been Bond too. Welcome to the James Bond Complex. My name's Matt. I'm Edgar. We usually are a James Bond podcast that covers a James Bond phenomenon from Fleming to film and everything in between, but uh, we're taking a slight detour to a different place, a different location, a different character. A faraway magical land. A character that we referenced many, 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 many times. Sometimes I even had to cut some of the references. We are doing a detour to Gotham City. This is the Gotham City detour. So we're going to talk about Batman. Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. You merely adapt the darkness. I was born in it. Born in Bob. Oh, okay, you know what? Do you want to hear my bane? Yes. When Gotham City is ashes, you have my permission to die. Now do you want to hear my Kylo Ren? Yes. <laughs> Take that stupid mask off. <laughs> That's about the same. All right, so we're taking a slight deviation to Gotham City. It's like detour. We'll start kind of like we did in our original uh, The Mission Begins first episode of the James Bond Complex, where we discuss how we uh, came into contact with the character of Batman. <laughs> what the heck was that? I don't know. <laughs> How's it? It's, oh, it's like... Um... Who's who actually? There is somebody that seems to say it like that. Oh yeah, Jim Carrey and uh... Batman. Batman, you say? Uh, Batman. Batman, you say? Riddle me. I'm this. counting on it. Riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Joygasm. <laughs> okay, we're gonna stop quoting Batman. Uh, we'll never forever. get through this. Uh, how did I come? In, yes. I, I must have, unlike with James Bond, where my memory of, of where I met him is very vivid, a story that you all heard on the very first episode. If not, download that episode, please. I can't quite claim to specifically remember when I saw Batman for the very first time. However, I do remember uh, in my youth, I'm a child, even before my teenage years, so I was often at my grandmother's, and in the afternoon, they would play the Batman 60s TV show, which I thought was awesome. Like, for me, when I was a kid, great. Like, this is Batman. Was that the first thing I ever saw about Batman? I can't claim that with 100% certainty, but I remember being very young at my grandmother's and more than once waiting for reruns, obviously reruns, I'm not that old, uh, of the old Batman 60s show to come on. So when I was about, you know, seven, eight, nine, or whatever, like I knew what Batman was, and that was the version I knew. I'm born in 83, so I, wow, I said seven, eight, nine. I was even younger, because I was aware of the first film. So, yeah, man, I must have been like four or five yeah, when I was watching that. you're about the same that. age as my brother. I think he's 33, 34 now. Yeah, I'm 34. So I must have been watching those 60s reruns when I was like four or five. Because when I saw ads for the Tim Burton film, I was like, ooh, that's Batman 2. It wasn't like, what's this? It was like, that's Batman? Like, Yeah, I was a little bit older than you. 
it means. But yeah, it's around the same time because like, they started rerunning those shows, the original uh, Adam West show, around the time of the release. And after, between 89 and 92, I remember seeing them on reruns dubbed in French many, many times. And I was watching that after school, probably the same as you. Uh, that's about the same. Like, I remember watching the trailer for the original Burton movie. It was a variety show that they, that's not around anymore in Quebec. But they showed clips of upcoming movies. And I remember seeing the preview of Batman. And it broke my little fragile mind. I, <laughs> right. I just remembering, like, the rubber suit. Just I thought it was made, it was made of, uh, like, a stop-motion character. <laughs> like, I just broke my mind I'm like wow this looks so cool well, it's a very striking outfit in that first film especially if you've been watching you know reruns of the 60s show where it's like light gray pale blue I mean everything is colorful and the, the, the dark night I don't even think they refer to him as the dark night in that show no it's a bright night alright bright day summertime ba- ba- uh, Bond <laughs> who's that uh, summertime Batman Beach Boy Batman. Um, and then you see, you know, posters or TV spots or trailers for this movie, which seems to exclusively take place at night, and his suit is black, and this Joker is not as funny as the one in the show. Although when you're a kid, it's not funny. When you're an adult, it's hilarious. <laughs> but when you're a kid, it's not really funny. I, he's terrifying as a child, but as an adult, he's more like a funny on as as an adult I, he's i don't know i don't know if he's my favorite joker but he's in contention he's in contention he's memorable yeah i mean i remember the do i look like a clown to you no <laughs> no <laughs> i remember i mean the summer of 89 i can i remember where i was i remember all the uh, promotional material they had i remember they had those newspaper uh i guess i think they were copies of a uh, batman uh, um something uh, that that was around to promote the movie but a, a book and they reprinted it in french and it was on in a newspaper i remember buying that i remember buying the bubblegum cards I remember buying some of the toys. Uh, my parents eventually bought me the comic book adaptation for Christmas. But the funny, ironic thing is I never saw that movie in theater. Never, never. I think we were, although again, th- there's maybe a two or three year age difference between us. I, 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 there was no, I'm at six years old, I'm not going to go see the original Batman movie. I could theaters. have. I could have. I was oh. old enough. I because I that summer I remember seeing Ghostbusters too, and Ani I shrink shrunk the kids. I think either because maybe of my younger brother or it was punishment. The it took me and the movie was released on home video in October. It took me until my birthday in January until I could watch that movie. So I didn't see the movie until January uh, nineteen ninety. Hmm. I do have memories of seeing Ghostbusters too, though. That's one of life's little mysteries. If I saw Ghostbusters 2, why didn't I see Batman? But anyways, <laughs> I, I'm not expecting you to answer that question. It's also the summer. Like, it's a packed summer. It's a summer of License to Kill, to bring it back to Gene Bond. Mm-hmm. And the summer of Lethal Weapon 2. And uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Man, that's I think I'm missing some, but it's a big, big summer. But it blew my mind, and it never recovered. I mean, if there are, there are perhaps three fictional characters that I... 10 or 
universe in some cases tend to gravitate as a child i really loved star wars like most kids my age when you see my baby or children book that you know parents sometimes keep up their children oh uh, math at three euros weighed this much or uh, this is these were his interest one of the notes is uh, Mac, matthew's favorite uh, children's story it's called star wars so i was really big in star wars and then i discovered batman and it's just like the gadgets okay luke skywalker has a, had a lightsaber but batman has a batmobile as a bat plane he's a ninja he dresses in black and unlike luke skywalker he kind of gets the girl so i'm like it's, it's more it's a little bit more luke skywalker gets a kiss from his sister yeah <laughs> so i i slowly i remember getting the action figure that had the uh, the belt that you could actually wrap and cool. it would zip back up i remember i remember all the paraphernalia that I bought, I dressed up as Batman for the first of many, many times. Got my main, my mom made me a little Batman costume. I had the cape, had the gloves, and she made me my my mask. I still have parts of that costume to this day. I uh, couldn't like couldn't throw those away. And my, since then, my, my my mom has passed away, so I, I cherish those of those course. costumes. Of course. So this is how I became aware of Batman. That's how you became Batman. That's how I became the Dark That's guy. how you became Batman. Okay, we're going to stop making Batman <laughs> voices. We're not really saying anything except Batman. Yeah. That was not bad, actually. Batman. Batman. Um, I, I did eventually see the first film, presumably on home video, and I remember really enjoying it. I, I remember, That was when I kind of... Real, having finally seen the film, that ah, there are like very different interpretations, and oh, you can read this stuff as well. This comes on pieces of paper, and yeah, I actually had a few uh, Batman comics, and I, I still own some Batman comics, not from my youth. I have like those hardcover paperbacks, obviously, you know, collected stories. I, I, I have so many, it's in well, I'm not, I, I have so many people that have bigger collections than I have, but I, I, I still have a fairly extensive uh comic book collection it's in storage somewhere at my sister's place uh but i since then i i have hardcover collections at home that i reread many many times but i mean it's if it was not a james bond related podcast it would have been a batman podcast at one point (laughs) these are the two characters and they're pretty similar they both use gadgets they both uh, uh, are orphans or ironically uh, yeah and they both have a gallery of, of colorful, colorful villains. Well, Batman's villains are reoccurring, whereas Bond's, well, with the exception of like Blofeld and you know the organization known as Spectre and Jaws, you know Batman has a. It's called the Rogues Gallery. You know they come back. Like everybody knows these characters, and we see them. And and, and even the villains themselves have been interpreted. Uh, many different times in many different ways. You know, we talked about the Joker for a few minutes. You know, good old Jack. That's a. You got Cesar Romero from the from from the um, the sixties TV show. You have what many describe as the best Joker, Mark Hamill, going back to Star Wars. I thought you were gonna see Jared Leto. You know what? I I have never seen that movie. Really? I've never seen that movie. I've n- not excited and. It's. It's kind of like um, uh, what's the movie again? With the it's a Zack Snyder film, uh, Sucker Punch. It's beautiful. It's well shot. It's it's kind of visually striking, but it, plot wise, mm. everything else is. That's what I've heard. Uh, it's one best uh, Academy Award for best 
makeup, I think, which it okay. it did deserve, but I mean everything else. That movie's a mess. That movie's hmm. a mess. I mean, I mean, I watched the first movie. I mean, I played video games. I mean, there was a video game based on the movie. I remember playing that too as a that's kid. Super hard. I still have Ninja it. Turtles hard or just uh... about the same. Like uh, today, I can't play it. I can, I can maybe get to the end of the first level and get to the boss, and then I die for sure. Then there's the Batman Returns video game, which I I still play. I adore that game. Oh, it's we got we got to uh, tell me about Batman Returns the game, but we got to talk about that movie. It, it's on the uh, Super NES. It was a side scroller. We just go from left to right. You beat up a bunch of thugs. They had characters from the movie all the clowns were there you had bosses you beat up on the penguin and Catwoman. the multiple times you had the um, circus strongman as a uh, one of the the final bosses and also the clown that uh kid temporarily uh kidnaps or actually just grabs uh selena kyle uh, before she becomes Catwoman. so he had that arrangement but just it's the, the sound effects all the punches and kicks, everything that was so dynamic. I, I'm talking about the Super NES games. I haven't played the other version because they had ones for everything from uh, probably the Game Boy to uh, like those watch games that people had when uh, during the 1990s. So it's a fantastic. The sound effects are great. Oh yeah, you can actually yeah, throw probably. people against the, the, the stuff. Really? And, yeah, crush windows and all the move like. Special, yeah, special moves that you use, uh, like capsules that you can throw and knocks everyone on the screen. It's, it's a fun game. <laughs> cool. And then, I mean, in the oh, by the way, there was a movie. There was a movie <laughs> called Batman Returns, and uh, Batman's in it, not for a long time, but <laughs> he's in it. He's a supporting player in his own film. Now, Batman Returns, I did see it in the theaters. I remember it being a summer release. I guess we're three years later, so I'm nine. So fairly young for mm-hmm. that kind of a movie. And my, I think my father took me to see that. Uh, it was at my request because then at that point I really liked bad things. I liked the show. I had read some comics. The first film really rocked my world. So I wanted to see the sequel. Now, it's, it's, it's little known fact that, you know, they, they, uh, Warner Brothers sort of to an extent kept Tim Burton in check on the first film, although there's, there's, there's some Burton in there. But because that was so successful, they said, well, this time Let's you can do full, what you want. Let's go full Burton. And my, I still remember seeing that, and it's one of the, uh, I know we're a, we're a Bond complex, and Bond will always finish first in front of everything else, but that viewing as as a again i guess a nine-year-old child in the theater with my father watching batman returns knowing what kind of a movie that is that is one of the most probably one of the more formative things in my lifetime i liked movies i liked batman and that movie as a nine-year-old you don't really get why catwoman is putting a bird in her mouth (laughs) thank you uh, or I, like the why root. she's wearing uh, this latex and you're like Ooh, or that's... why she's not dead when Max Shrek uh, yeah. pushes her out the window and or the penguin monster and the really like freaky costumes at the start of the which you mentioned in, in the video game version but they're there in the movie as well and like you don't fully 
get everything, but on a subconscious level, I, I almost feel is that like that was the first time in my life because we've known each other for a little bit and I kind of have a bit of a weirdo sense of humor sometimes and I'll say like and I'll allude to really, really bizarre things. I feel like in a small way, Batman Returns planted that seed because it is a very funny movie, Stark but humor. it is effed up as it's, well. Uh, the lead villain kidnaps the children. sexual tension between Penguin, who's disgusting, and Catwoman. Sexual tension. There's no sexual tension. Well, he wants to. Yeah, he wants to. He wants to. Everything. Yeah. And and just Max Shrek is a strange character. Max Zorn. I mean Max Shrek. Right. And then there's the um, the, 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 the the what would be sex scene I suppose between uh, Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne, the and he's like discovering. Session. That's like kind of cute. Scar. That's kind of a good sequence, actually. I like that. Well, it's also like the, the, the really bizarre scar she has, and yep. just and the way she kills uh, pseudo Max Zorin, like the like she electrifies. Yeah, it's, it's just there's so macabre. many buzz. And Penguin lives in the sewer, it's and he has Ninja these Turtles. penguins, and he puts missiles on the. It's so effing weird. It's, um, but mind you, then it, I say so effing weird. It's so effing weird as a nine-year-old. This stuff happens in the comic books, you know, every second issue. So no, 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 no. Uh, I beg to disagree. There's no, so. there's no weird stuff in Batman comics. Well, it's called Batman. He dresses. That is weird. Let me let me tell you about Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle was never bitten by a cat and turned into a zombie cat woman. That's an invention of the screenwriter. They took a lot of liberty with the material for that movie. They, it's a Tim Burton movie before it being a Batman movie. Depending on your appreciation of the the comic books, it could affect your appreciation. Like I like the movie because it's a Tim Burton movie and not because it's a Batman movie because the, the, there, there is very little Batman from the comics. The character... Not, not only in tones and the characters' origins and what they, uh, they, they're supposed to represent, but, I mean, the, the character of Batman uh, brutally murders people in the first two Burton movies, but especially in this one, and some, like the circus strongman gets a bomb exploded on his chest. Uh, there's a few of them that... And people were shocked when Ben Affleck's Batman blew up people. Like, Batman did this like 25 years or... Yeah, yeah. And that's an, also an issue I have with that movie. Uh, for better or worse, I mean, there, there's a lot of macabre magic. I know that McDonald's had, at the time, a, um, a McDonald's um, tie-in promotion with the that Batman movie. And they, in some... I, I, I had some of the toys... But in some places, apparently, they pulled the toys out. They stopped the promotion because the movie was getting such a negative reaction from mommies and daddies that brought oh, their... children are getting kidnapped. I mean, yeah, it's very weird. The opening scene with Baby Penguin in his little cage and he takes the ca a cat, of all things. I guess that's intentional. Uh, really? You tell me. Uh, I'm nine years old watching this. But, but it's not... But it's... I didn't lose interest in like it didn't turn me off no so like something snapped like my theory is that children are, are, are attracted by 
bizarre and it gets kind of you're kind of testing the waters so their children are really attracted to scary stuff i have my cousin's kids which i sometimes babysit they saw the i they saw the first ghostbusters movie and they the youngest one was actually scared of it and i, I as a child i was but i was fascinated yeah. by it so i'm like i, I get it. it's this it's attraction repulsion thing that that people uh, have when they're younger and then we got batman forever and uh we're getting a little older. We're getting a little wiser. And now we, we're maybe a little bit better at discerning what's good and what's bad. I, <laughs> I'm going to say contro- something controversial uh, about ba- the Batman movies of the 90s. I don't count the original one. Isolating that one, you have Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman, Batman and Robin. I kind of like Batman Forever the best. Oh, really? I, I, it has some problems. I mean, the problem with that movie comes from the director because the director, he has a good eye for visual. Like it's a visually, uh, they bring color back into a comic book movie, which is interesting. But where they, you, they lose me with, is with the characterization and some the plot is meaningless. And today the plot is even more ridiculous because the Riddler is stealing, he's committing... Fonts. I, he's coming identity theft basically he's getting people's credit card and secrets i mean today people are giving telling each other's secrets on social media it's kind of a pointless plot today and it's very wouldn't font the movie for that I no mean. i know but it's just it, I, that plot hasn't really aged well but there's some i mean jim carrey is on top form um some of the costumes are really gorgeous to look at or and some of the sets are fantastic but uh, some of the performance like Jim Carrey is it's aggressive it's very aggressive it's not that there are no funny moments but it's it's Jim Carrey is it Jim Carrey unleashed like have you seen Ace Ventura <laughs> it's it, like it's, Jim Carrey unleashed I'm not sure that's what a Batman movie needs it no but he's doing Gorshin he's doing the uh, 60s TV show version of the Riddler and I kind of appreciate that for what it is, I liked that movie, and I was, I mean, the, the those two movies, Batman Returns and Batman Forever. I had by the time Batman Forever came out, I had a little bit of money, so I bought some of the action figures, some of the posters and stuff. So I kind of liked the promotion. Like I got, I still have some of the glasses, the Batman glasses from McDonald's that they had a promotion with. That promotion stayed around, and you had the superhero uh, trio. So I remember like really getting into the the merchandising aspect of that movie and i was super excited uh, for the following movie but yeah hmm. well i'll maybe just share a couple of thoughts on, on batman forever uh that was that was weird but not like batman returns weird where i'm like oh what? um you know obviously i'm three years older so i guess if we do the math i'm 12 so I'm sort of kind of almost smart. And I, rem- I, remember, I remember not not liking it. <laughs> that was kind of my reaction to it. It's like I love Batman so much that I can't bring myself to not like the movie. But that was kind of weird. That it's wasn't weird. like the other one with the penguin and... Oh, by the I uh, did I dressed up. I didn't dress up as Batman. I dressed up as the Penguin from Batman Returns and for for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I really really like the Penguin, and I'm nine years old, and I really I, I, I'm telling you, man, something weird happened. Oh my god! <laughs> um, 
But uh, so three years later, two, three years later, two years later. Uh, uh, the first three movies came out three years. There's three years apart. Nine, ninety-two, ninety-five. So ninety-five. So I'm, I'm about twelve years old. Although actually, my birthday's in the fall. So every time I've been saying I'm an age, take one off. So I'm eleven, I guess. I was eight when I watched Batman Returns. Uh, Yes, thank you, Papa. Merci. Um, so yeah, and it's that was a weird one. I'm like, do I like this? Do I not like this? At 11 years old, I'm like, what do I think of this? Which says a lot because at 11 years old, you're you're supposed to just shut up and eat everything, you know, yeah. when it comes to pop culture. And at 11, I'm like, I don't know if I like this. I mean, when if you really like what Tim Burton brought to the prod the batman movies and you get batman forever i understand the negative reaction one might have i had a reaction like that because batman and batman returns are different movie tonally and visually the first one was shot in england actually yeah at pino if i remember correctly that's why license to kill was shot in uh, mexico of all places how weird is that it's weird like I, I, you see behind the scene pictures, it's weird to see the, the sets. And some of the sets are actually. Oh, no, it's like Batman is shooting at Pinewood, so the Bond movie has to go elsewhere. That just doesn't feel right. But by Bond, yeah. Now they're the 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 sound stage are being used for Star Wars at Pinewood, so I don't know mm -hmm. if they'll be able to. That's a different uh, subject. Whatevs. But yeah, there's there's a contrast between the Burton movies, where the second, the first one went a good mix of dark and light, and it's just it it, it is proper for Batman '89. Batman Returns kind of put too much coffee in the, so it's a darker movie. Ba Batman '89 is strong coffee with a bit of cream in it. Yeah. Batman Returns is the strong coffee. Here, drink this. Yeah. And Batman Batman Forever is coffee with a lot of sugar and oh, a lot yeah. of milk and batman and robin is the sugar and milk is uh, sugar is over like yesterday's coffee microwave and yeah. with sugar added on top yeah. and milk to try and cover the the, the bad taste of the mm. yesterday's coffee i sounds I, like you've done that Maybe. <laughs> I, I, there's so many things wrong with that movie, but I was so excited to, to see it. I was too, despite the fact that I was lukewarm on Batman Forever. I'm getting the titles mixed up. That's not good. Despite the fact that I was lukewarm on Batman Forever, I still wanted to see Batman and Robin. I liked the logo of Batman and Robin with the red. Yeah. I, I thought that was cool. Not saying I think it's cool now, but back in the, I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. They're really integrating Robin into this one. Yeah, I have issues with, you know, they always try to cool up Robin and make him older. And it, it, it messes with it. The character should be a ch like, okay, ba Batman su supports child endangerment. People, they need they need to make a Batman movie where Robin is actually a kid that Batman uses uh, or not Batman uses but that gets involved in the Batman story without Batman's consent and because what's fat what I like if I was gonna pitch you a Batman movie with Robin in it we're telling the story from Robin's point of view and you see him figuring out that Bruce Wayne is Batman after he adopts and after his parents 
die tragically, get murdered. But the thing that I find fascinating is that his outfit, you make it so that it's the leftovers from his former life. Robin, Dick Grayson, took his the leftovers of his life because he wanted to be like his mom and dad. They've been uh, gymnasts from for generations. Flying trapeze, uh, gymnastics, and this and that. So he, take the, he took the leftovers of his broken life and remolded it into the persona of Robin. The uniform that he wears is leftover. It's compri- comprised of elements of a bat suit that he cannibalized. And from the ashes of the phoenix, the Robin rises. <laughs> It sounds stupid, but it works, and that's I think sounds... that's the idea, isn't it? Oh, well, originally, I mean... He's a bit more... I mean, I shouldn't say he's more of an acrobat than Batman, because Batman's a pretty damn good acrobat, but... He's more talented than Batman. But he's a little bit more malleable. He's smaller. You know, he has that flexibility a little bit more. So Training. That, that, that's sort of what the idea is, anyways. Originally, that's always how I understood it to be. Originally, the concept for Robin, uh, it's 1940, it's Robin Hood. That's... You don't need to go very far. That's what they were doing. They were making a team Robin Hood. Mm. Instead of that, we get Chris O'Donnell, who always looked like he's 45. Yeah. Even today, he's probably like in his 50s and he looks 45. He looks, I'm not sure that's a bad thing. No, but he's always, he's, he was too old for the part. Mm. And the, he supposed it didn't work. He was too angry and angsty. Okay, you're like 18. Like just get out on your own. It was, the, it was the 90s. You had to be edgy. Yeah, but when you're like almost you're legal, like, why does the billionaire adopt you or makes you his wife? It doesn't work when you make him an adult. And Batman and Robin, it's just they have this. The, the relationship is so weird because first off, it's a different Batman and Clooney. And Clooney's clearly doing it for the paycheck. No, it's Kilmer in the first one. Yeah, but Batman and Robin, it's Clooney. Mm-hmm. Kilmer, Kilmer had integrity because when they said oh we're gonna have a scene where you're gonna ice skate he said i'm getting out oh that's what uh allegedly yeah he had a major fight with uh joel schumacher apparently he's a he's a difficult actor to work with but i've heard that too you know he's he's okay as batman i know i've disparaged him before but i mean he never had a chance to portray the move the character more than once and I like I like the Nicole Kidman character in that movie, the psychiatrist who tries to get into like Bruce Wayne and Batman's head. Uh, right. Nicole Kidman is hot, 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 hot in that movie. She gave me heart palpitation back in 1995. I still remember I was with my friend. We we're waiting for the movie uh, to start. We had a couple of guys next to us. There were. Uh, talking throughout the movie and when she is in that scene where she's in bed and she gets up and like she the only covered with bed sheets and the guy said I want je veux devenir un drap right? I want to be a bed sheet <laughs> she's covered herself completely naked yeah. and she's gorgeous oh, and she's he, she, oh, had, she gets better with with that she's like a fine wine she mm. gets better with age she's probably gorgeous today if not more so I she's don't know playing Aquaman's mom in the Aquaman movie my woman. <laughs> I'm there day one, baby. Who's Aquaman? Jason Momoa. <laughs> My man. Um, so yeah, uh, that Batman and Robin is a disaster. Pretty much from and what's what's shocking is it's a disaster from the opening freaking seconds too. Bat butt. Yeah, bat butt. Yeah, exactly. Bat butt. Bat butt. I'm surprised there's no bat cock in there. I mean. <laughs> well, you have giant shots of their cut piece, so yeah, you have bad yeah. uh, 
Bad Matt crunch. Jockstrap. Bad, bad crunch. <laughs> it's but ridiculous, and it's it's the casting. Uh, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger. How bad is the casting? I, it's it's. And you know what? It's not the. I'm, I'm no. It's not the casting. It's the direction. Because you take Arnold Schwarzenegger, you ask him to play the character. You you called your dead to emotions. You uh, you don't get excited. You are a robot. You never put me in the cooler. No, so it, it's like you know, no bad. Like you, you give him dry lines, and you make him very dry, and you play him like the Terminator. That's all you. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Yeah. I once did. Like I told you, I had a podcast with my ex, and we did a drunk episode on Batman Robin. And each time he drinks, we took shots. Each time he says a bad ice spun. I think. 15 minutes in the movie, we're completely <laughs> pissed, drunk, it, it, sloshed. It's, it's a horrible idea. Don't do it. You were put on ice. And it's not even, it's not one of those bad, good movies. It's not a view to a kill to bring back to Bond. It is. It's just flat out bad. It's flat out bad. Shockingly and boring. so. Boring. Like Batman Forever, that's why I always say Batman Forever is better. Like, I could argue, people could argue that Batman Returns is better. Like, honestly, it's, sometimes it's just, I could probably flip on a dime. But Batman and Robin is horrendous. It is, it Pretty is. terrible. I feel bad for uh, Michael Goh, who's been there since the, since the start. Since the start of the movie franchise as Alfred. You got a paycheck out of it. Don't be sorry for him. You could always say no. He probably should have said no. I, get, I don't know. I mean, I admire him for being a, a trooper. And a soldier, uh, good, good bless his heart, but he's too classy. Again, he could have said no, but the fact that he is in there makes me feel sorry for him because he's so classy. He's, uh, he's actually one of the better parts of that movie. In a very bad movie, he's actually he's oh, okay. excruciatingly like, uh, like, an excruciatingly poor film. The father relationship between him and uh, Clooney is the highlight of a very very bad movie that's it we had like, bad girl too yeah. alicia silvestone yeah the less said about her because she's not bad girl she's bad she she's uh bad she's bad girl in name only because barbara wilson alfred's alfred's niece has never been in the comics and they they, they just ugh. Ugh. You know, at the end of the movie, I was like, yeah, I don't know where that... They, they, make, they make you feel like, oh, we're going to make another one and we're going to be the three of us together. It's going to be a bigger... They had rumors of Batman Triumphant, which was going to be the fifth uh, movie, the third uh, Schumacher movie. But when that movie underperformed, they went, oh... And so around the time they were planning to make that Nick Cage Superman movie... <laughs> So Warner Brothers said, oh, I think we can't, like, we need to... Stop. We have to put this one on ice. Yeah. They, but they still made, you know what? They still made Catwoman. And Catwoman... It's a few years later, though, isn't it? Two, it's 2004. It's one year before Batman, Batman like Begins. Seven years after Batman and Robin. They didn't make it next week. Yeah, know? I know, but they even, they didn't learn their lesson. Because Batman, Batman, Robin, and Catwoman... That main shows. Same. Oh yeah, I've never seen Catwoman, but I, again, everybody said it's so terrible. And I've seen clips, and it it's, just looks really bad. Too. It's really bad. It's embarrassing for everyone. It, does, it doesn't look as though there's a shot. I should. I haven't seen the movie, but 
it does not look as though there is a shot in that film where Catwoman, you know, is in action where it's actually Halle Berry. It always looks like it's a cartoon Catwoman it, anytime there's action. You know, the less I remember the mo- about that movie, the better I feel. If you say so. I barely remember. I know I saw it once, but it just... I know at one point Sharon Stone turns into, like, stone. Like, she's a stone lady. She puts... She, it's kind of like Clayface. She puts cream in her face, but it turns it, like, rock solid. Is it? that a Batman villain? No. Oh. Of course not. Okay. Wait, make, of course not. No, but when they, when they make Calendar those, Man. <laughs> that's actually a real villain. Yeah, I know. My but point. Ma- when, like, oh, of course not. No, but... Calendar Man. When they make those female solo-centric movies, they always invent characters, like... Uh, the Supergirl movies, she fights fake Dunaway, who's playing an evil sorceress. That's not in the comics. Uh, I it's think fake Dunaway playing a sorceress, fine by me. Man. No, but I'm saying they stray away from the, the the source material so much that it's okay. Why are you making this? Um, then we skip seven years and we get to Batman Begins. Batman Begins and uh, eight years actually. Yeah, and uh, what a what a difference eight years can make. Uh, it's it's. That was a really, really interesting time to be a Batman fan because I think even though eight years had passed, there was still a, a bitter effort, aftertaste following uh, Batman uh, e- e- So to get a new Batman film was... It's a risk. There was a- yeah, the, I think we all went in with a little bit of trepidation. No, people skipped it in theaters. It's only... Uh, it, But it had legs. That movie, it performed well, but it stayed popular like the, the box office was constant it stayed in theater for a long people the word of mouth really really helped that movie because it didn't perform astronomic numbers but it's it was a constant like a it's a money making making machine it played until late in the summer until, until august it came out in june like early june and i remember uh, I saw it man, so many times, man. That movie, saw, I saw it in theaters so many, so many times. And I was working at Walmart at the time, so I bought so much action figures. <laughs> it was insane. I was a grown man. I was like, oh, no, 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 get my, my paycheck went into Batman action figures. But I remember late in the summer, I went to Montreal because I was living in Tuavia at the time. And I went to to, to, to the Scotiabank just to see that movie because it was still playing in IMAX. And I was just like, wow. When the, I would say about Batman Begins, um, I was very excited for it. I, you know, I was still Batman and Robin didn't destroy my fandom. Again, I still read some of the comics. You know, saw some episodes of, of the animated series, which I will, will probably maybe try to save some a few minutes for. Um, so I was still a fan, and of course, the trailer suggested that this had you know, absolutely nothing to do with the Joel <laughs> Schumacher film. So I was like, well, at least there's that. Who knows if this will be good or not? Um, and I remember really, really enjoying. I, to this day, my only real complaint is is the editing, uh, you know, during the action sequences. Yeah. Christopher Nolan uh, has has since then become uh, surprisingly good at filming action and and cutting action together. But that's his first stab. Um, no pun intended. That's his first stab at a proper action movie. And you can tell he doesn't really know how to film and edit action, but tone, visual, you know, atmosphere, score, casting, actor, uh, casting and actors, huh? casting, characterizations, villain, locations, mood overall, the tech. Uh, the only I thought it was excellent, and to this day, I think it's excellent. I think I... 
I, I like it a little bit better than The Dark Knight. Yeah, we'll get there when we get there, which will be in a couple minutes. <laughs> but but I, I thought it was really, really cool. And I, I love the, the, there's, like, the, like, Dark Knight Rises is black and white. Dark Knight is kind of like navy blue-ish. Batman Begins is like, like, Twilight gold, gold, gold yeah. kind of. I like the that. color scheme, yeah. You wouldn't think that for a Batman movie, but it it works, works. in this, yeah. And and uh, Killian slash Cillian uh, Murphy is is pretty cool as the Scarecrow. Like, if that's an interesting villain to use because he's so different from what he, we had seen in the films in the past, but it also works thematically because Bruce Wayne is now utilizing fear. He has come to learn that. Uh, he need not be fearful. He need, <laughs> he need not be fearful. He need strike fear in the heart of villains in Gotham City. And lo and behold, his main antagonist, so to speak, his main antagonist is one that preys on fear, albeit through more technological means or scientific um, or medicinal means. Yeah. Um, but I thought that thematically hmm. was really, really interesting. Uh, my, you, you know, Michael Gold, bless his heart, I'll always love him to death, but I mean, Michael Caine as Alfred, like, you, you can't screw that one up. You know who they originally wanted for Alfred? Uh, Michael Shannon? He might have played... <laughs> no. Uh, he, they wanted uh, Sean Connery. That's before his retirement. Uh-huh. One can imagine. I wonder what that would have been like. There's a, there's a comic called Batman Earth One where... He's clearly like supposed to be Sean Connery, oh, yeah. like he has the goatee, the white hair, and the, like he's still buffed. Quality of the films aside, if there's one casting they never screw up, it's Alfred. Yeah. Even in these Justice League Batman versus Superman movies, like Jeremy Irons is great. <laughs> like, and even the '60s TV show, the uh, yeah, he was good too. What's his name? Napier, Alan Napier was yeah. great, memorable. The the movie could be terrible, but you'll get a good Alfred. Always get a good Alfred. <laughs> He's the bedrock, you know. What what happens after that? Well, we'll see. But. I mean, even Commissioner. I mean, that's uh, what's his name, uh, Goldman. Gar- Gar- Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Yeah. Fantastic. He's really good too. He's not. I think he's detective in this one. He's Sergeant. He Sergeant. becomes yeah. captain, and by the end of the second one, he becomes commissioner. Yeah. So uh, it's extraordinary casting. And what's awesome about Batman Begins is that journey early in the film where uh, we, we find out that, I mean, for all intents and purposes, Batman is a ninja, <laughs> which the other movies didn't broach. And of course, the 60s comics didn't broach. And, and I don't even think at that time I had had the, the, the luck of the draw to read the comics that really broached no in the com- it comes from the comics no i know that but i had not at that okay. point read the ones that really explained that so that was kind of new to me when i saw batman oh, begins like, I, I knew that i was i was honestly if you i was you know because you know well it made bond fans like slap happy when i saw batman like i had the same feeling for casino Royale that i had for batman begins i was slapping i was so happy with that movie and i mean i was excited for the sequel there's great ending you know oh we got another one that left that escaped the 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 island archive well theatrics again that the the guys on the oh (laughs) (laughs) he left a calling card yeah um yeah i mean that movie blew my mind back in 2005 
I was excited for the sequel. And yeah, so we waited a couple years. Uh, and when they announced the casting of Heath Ledger as... Very weird. I was... What are they doing? This will be horrible. <laughs> they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, I, they're destroying the franchise. I was so confused. I mean, I, you know what? I like Batman Begins so much. I'm like, let's see where they go with it. Mm. And they, same know, director, same, same writers. Yes, yeah. it's only in the third one. I think you, uh, uh, Nolan brought his brother in to uh -huh. co-write the script. I think it's the uh, David Goyer. Uh, Chris Nolan collaboration for the sequel. I think his brother usually helps him with the early drafts. Does he not? It's after, uh, uh, after the Batman movies, uh, the mm. first two Batman. No, movies. I'm just general like a Christopher Nolan film. I think his and I think his wife helps with the drafts too. She's his producer, so yeah. Yeah, she must. Yeah. It's a collaboration at one point. The family business for all intents and purposes. They make oh, really, really expensive family films. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, they announced they, even when they showed the first picture, I was like, "That's the Joker." He's not like you could clearly see that it was makeup that he was putting on. It kind of turned me off. I was like, I wanted my Joker to be like completely chalk white and uh, victim of a tragic uh, industrial accident, basically. And it, it's, they don't allude to the origins at. All that Joker is they 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 do, but they piss in your face because he no. just keeps telling a different story, which I actually kind of like. I adore that. Oh. It just messes with you, and it's per, like that's what the I per, in my arts of arts. I don't want him to be Jack Napier. I don't want him to be the comedian that. Uh, right. I want him to be an enigma. For, for as great as that story is, I don't like that. No, I don't want to see an origin for the Joker. I want him to... He says it, I think, in one of the comics. I, I, when I think about my past, I prefer uh, multiple choices. I'm, there you go. It's fine with me. Yeah. I mean, and that Joker is fantastic, and he's he's like a dog chasing cars. Mm, it's true. He, he's not... You know, if I don't even... The, the performance is so... Uh, gives such a frisson. Uh, and he is so fearful and forceful that I don't know if you could even dare launch a criticism, but he, true, he's not that funny, <laughs> but he, he's so something that it's arresting just the same. It's captivating. You know? He's funny, but then like, what? you talk about dark humor. It's yeah. like, was that a joke? Like, I thought my jokes were bad. Have you told any jokes yet? <laughs> no, there was, there's a few moments where he has a re, like a reaction. You're like, what the hell? Or when he's like, he's always, his uh, traps and weapons are always like these ch cheap stuff that are strings that he pulls in together. Like nice, he has nice everywhere. And they unpack. And there's the guy that they put a bomb in his chest. And it's clearly done by somebody who doesn't know anything. Like somebody that sliced somebody open and just like, mm, boom. There you go. You my you're my my bomb. He does show up as a nurse in yes. that one scene. That's kind of funny. It's funny. I mean, it's it's such a and he create he, his action help create well Two Face. Yeah. And that makeup. It's I don't know. I still feel. I think there's some CGI. It's right? some CGI. That's why I'm like I, I don't know if I like that it's CGI because it, the movie is so it tries to be. It's so. Realistic. I hate saying that word, but it's very similar to the want to give you the impression mm -hmm. that it could actually happen. I think that was Nolan's intent. He was very clear on that when they when he signed up to make these movies. Like he loves Batman, mm -hmm. he loves that universe, he wants to tell these stories, 
but you know, Batman and Robin, this ain't. You no. know, we're going to we're going to make something which on paper is completely ridiculous and stupid, but we're going to sell it to you in the most realistic way possible. And and, and I mean, I think they pulled it off. They so. pulled it off, but unfortunately, the success of that movie probably led them to make attempts at. It's not really remake the the Dark Knight, but they, I mean, the Bat, Batman, uh, Batman v Superman, Man of Steel, even Green Lantern to some degree. The dark tone that the people associate with the DC Universe movies is it's not something in the in the comics. The DC Universe, if nothing, is the bright and funny version of the Marvel comics. I mean, you you have villains like I think there's a villain called uh, Lupo, which is the first villain that Superman faced after he died and he uh, was brought back to life and saved the planet from the cyborg Superman. The first villain is called Lupo. It's a guy that can actually move molecules with special gloves and um, it, Superman like defeats him and it's like a joke. It's like, okay. poof. Just like there, there, there's... The DC Universe is lighter. Superman is not a dark character. And the Batman... Okay, Batman is dark, but his villains... They, some of them are goofy. I mean, you got Clayface, who's a big clay monster. Like Riddler. You got Mr. Freeze, who's just a... Egghead. Egghead. No, no, that's, not, that's, that's from the, the TV show. It's not a comic book character. But you still have, like, the, the Riddler. Those cartoonish characters that you can try and make them realistic as realistic as possible but at one point you, I mean and that's There'll the be a clash maybe it's well the clash is Dark Knight Rises that movie is uneven and repeats itself that's fine there was an extra year between those two I think like there's three years between Begins and, and Night 2008 2000 I feel like we waited a long time for no I think it's three years yeah Oh, maybe I'm just misremembering. But it's it's just I think they had diff because Eat Ledger passed away after shooting The Dark Knight. I think they had different plans for the sequel, and because of his passing, they had to modify some of those plans. And the result yeah, three years still. I mean, if you thematically you were set on do, doing something, that's the movie. Look, I always used to say uh, that Batman should the movie should start and the movie and it's kind of repeat some of the uh, story storytelling tools of Batman Begins and you tell the story of uh, he's already in the pit and you have him flashback to how he got into the pit and he doesn't stay three months in the pit with his back broken he stays like you want to have eight years pass uh, for between the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rise guess what Batman was was broken in a jail in a shell country for for eight mm. years and then you have Bruce Wayne for eight years, like slowly, inch by inch, building himself back. He makes it out, and then it's not a bad idea. It's better because when Batman returns, he's, he's actually returning. He's not like, oh, I, my girlfriend would, got killed, so I stopped being Batman. Like, it, it would have been more powerful for them to have Batman start, and you tell the story. Of, oh, but doesn't it Batman. go beyond just the fact that? Uh... His girlfriend passed away. Uh, who, by the way, is is recast in the second one for uh, Jill, uh, no, Jake Jake Gyllenhaal. That would be interesting. Maggie Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal from um, from Kitty Holmes in the first film. Um, I mean, the fact that her uh, Rachel Dawson, Rachel uh, Dawson, the fact that Rachel Rachel Ra Ra Rachel Ghoul. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, the fact that um, 
Rachel Dawson parishes do, does put a significant dent 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 in Batman's armor but the circumstances uh, about the cl- conclusion about this idea well you know they don't know me as well as they knew Harvey I'm I'm Batman <laughs> yes I'm Batman they don't know me as much as they know Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent is a public figure. They don't need to know about this tragedy. I'll risk playing the part of a bad guy. So yes, of course, you know, the, Rachel is like a, her death is like a snowball effect. But the sort of the 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 the, uh, the explosion is the fact that they had to kill Harvey Dent. But the, to to shield the public, well, let's let's sully. I'll allow the iconography of Batman to be sullied if it means. Uh, keeping the hope alive in this distraught city by protecting the legacy of someone who, for all intents and purposes, the whole city still thinks is the good guy. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's myth or miss. I mean, it's... it's well, I, I, it's just, I'm, I'm, I, I felt I like I needed to retort that because, oh, oh he, I, he's not bad because his girlfriend died. Well, it's not only... Well, yeah, but you left it on that. So I'm I like, know, well, hold on a second, but, Tiger. <laughs> but the... the, the, the it's. I, I feel like it's a, a compromised movie because of Heath Ledger's death, among could other things. Could for all being. But there's. I mean, there's good things also. I mean, I love uh, Anne Hathaway as a Catwoman. I She's mean, cool. She's cool. People. Uh, some people really have it. That's something against that actress. I don't know why. I always like. I her. think she's great. I, I just saw last week. It was Ocean's Eight, and no. she's the best thing in the movie. <laughs> In a, in a movie replete with very good actors, she's the best one in there. So, and you have Tom Hardy as Bane, and he's a little bit too short for the character. I didn't didn't really bother me though. They had to put him on boxes to make him appear bigger um, than Christian Bale. He's like, think I'm a head taller than 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 Hardy, and um, but still, it, it's some of the choices like the mask and the voice. I remember seeing the preview, and I was like, what the. Uh, I didn't understand anything he just said. I think they did that preview to test the voice. Ah, maybe. Because yeah, how could they not know? Maybe I, they wrote I, the script so they knew what he was saying. I think uh, I think they had the audacity of thinking that yeah, it's gonna work. People are gonna understand. And I couldn't get bored that. Remember, like some some of the original footage has leaked online that of the preview and th- that every comment was like, ah, it looks cool, but I don't understand the character. The big. Mm. I remember, like the the gun that Batman has that turns every electronic. Uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. And there's, uh, you know, we are a James Bond podcast. There's a major James Bond reference oh, in the opening. Uh, the license to kill. Absolutely, right? absolutely. I mean, it's a copy paste. Looks awesome on the eye. I look if you're gonna if you're gonna steal steal from the best, steal well and shoot it in IMAX. So I was happy. <laughs> and. Uh, Christian Bale and Chris Nolan were done with Batman and it looked for a little while that we wouldn't get any Batman movie then Man of Steel happened yeah because I remember that they were making Man of Steel the summer Batman (laughs) they were making Man of Steel the summer that Dark Knight Rises was released plus Nolan helped Snyder on the script for Man of Steel. So I, f- I remember, because now we're sort of like, we're getting closer and, and closer. David Goyer pr- also was involved with Man Yeah, so I, we're getting closer and closer to present day, so my memories are, are fresher for each, like the, the pre-production on the... 
And it, it, I felt like the sentiment at the time was like, oh, this will be in the same universe. But it turns out, despite the fact that people that worked on the Dark Knight trilogy worked at least on this first, I don't think they worked on the other ones, but on this first DC universe film, uh, like, actually it's not a same universe. I don't know. The, I, I, my feeling has always been they don't know what they're doing. They're really, uh, they try to plan ahead, but when they're, Plans don't work because they don't know what they're doing. Fail. They try and fix it, and they just end up making a mess of things. That's. I don't hate Man of Steel though. I don't hate Man of Steel, but there, there's, there's some plot. Mm. They're they they're trying to, they're redoing the '78 movie, but they're doing it badly. But the one thing I always I've always liked about Man of Steel is that. Although they repeat some of the same beats as the uh, '78, uh, the first two uh, Chris Chris Reeve movie, um, they actually don't fetishizes that movie uh, aesthetically. Because if you see any Superman uh, live action interpretation since '78, they keep the same look for Krypton. Like Krypton is always this crystalline uh, society based on crystals. They did it for Lois and Clark. They did it for Superboy. They did it for Very Small. Cold. Very cold, very like uh, all those. Four, and I'm like, you know, it's not like that in the comics. And it's not like Man of Steel, but at least, you know what? They had the balls to, like, we're going to do something else. Yeah. Oh, Man of Steel looks pretty cool. But this is not the Superman deviation. Yes. This is not This is not, not the Metropolis uh, show. The detour. Right. Um, so, nevertheless, like, Man of Steel made some money, but it didn't get the. It was more successful than Superman Returns, which was the first attempt at rebooting the Superman franchise. Uh, but they decided that, you know, we need to bring Batman back in. So they did. And better than ever. Your favorite movie, Batman movie of all time. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't remember saying that. Um, I remember, uh, now we're really getting close to present day, because that movie was literally just a couple of years ago. But I remember the casting of Ben Affleck. My goodness, the hubbub about the casting of Ben Affleck. This is terrible. I mean, it felt like Heath Ledger all over. God, this is terrible. What are they thinking? It was the sad Batman meme. <laughs> Uh, which was kind of funny, of course. Um, which is which is so fascinating to me because by this time Ben Affleck's done uh, he's done Gone Baby Gone he's done The Town although he's not in Gone Baby Gone but he directs it uh, he, he's in The Town and he directs like he's proven himself as a pretty damn good actor and storyteller so I'm not sure why are we all complaining about his people, casting people remember. Daredevil and people remember hating that movie even though it made a lot of money and he's not bad in that movie he's never been bad in there he was not bad in Daredevil he's not the problem in that it's, movie the, the, mov- the, pro- the, mov- the movie is the problem in that movie I mean, yeah, so, like, everything around Ben Affleck is the problem it's, it's the script is in, 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 actually it's not true I lied uh, Michael Clark Duncan is actually pretty good you know but it, it's okay uh, but the thing is that movie I'm the guy I'm not even I'm the king. <laughs> you could probably do it, actually. I'm, I'm the king. I can't, I can't. No, man. Can you tell me my kingpin is better than yours? My. I'm not that big, and I'm not black. <laughs> I'm not black either. My kingpin is. Uh, I actually, you know what? I really like the kingpin. You're weak. Uh, from the. Um, I will crush you. The Netflix TV show, and he's always. Oh, he doesn't talk <laughs> like he mumbles. That's a good kingpin too. He just talks like this. Uh, yeah, you humiliated, you humiliated me in front of her. 
I do like that Kingpin too. But back to Batman, I think that because and it's around the time that the old the entire Benefer thing happened, the people that they categorized Ben Affleck as a joke as an actor, and it's it's a shadow that is still found its way into today it's still people are still like to make fun of ben affleck for some reason i'm like i don't know he's 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 a perfectly competent actor and he's a surprisingly good director he's a yeah and he get there he gets the best he's the the director who gets the best performance out of ben affleck is ben affleck (laughs) somebody's got it um i what are your feelings about batman v superman Wow, you know, it, it, it's 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 funny. Like the lead up to that movie was so strange. Again, we we just established we took a we took a Metropolis detour and admitted that we don't hate Man of Steel. To this day, I don't hate Man of Steel. I've seen it more than once. I wanted to give it a second chance, and I still thought it was okay. And despite that, right from the start of the marketing campaign, I felt something was fishy. Like you. Th- you thought Batman Returns was dark? Girl! Yeah. You know, I remember the posters being, they're all, it's cloudy, which I guess in of itself is not that terrible. It's cloudy, it's raining, they're wet, and Superman looks really, really angry in those posters. Yeah. Um, so right from those those first teaser posters, I was like, huh, what are they doing yeah. exactly? Um, they didn't. They, they tried to go for a dark ingredient. They thought that oh, that's Marvel is doing light and fluffy fun films. We have to go the opposite way, and for better or worse, that's the road they committed mm. themselves for a couple of years. Even until just even Justice League, to some degree, they tried to lighten it up. It, it, no, it, it, that entire DC universe movie universe needs to go away because it's yeah. well, they can keep one they're shooting wonder woman too yeah. i mean the only the only and i I'm, I'm not gonna you won't quote me as saying that you know wonder woman is a perfect film but the only one that so, i would say is a good one you know that's the one that's getting the sequel yeah uh, and and good on them for making that sequel i like the first one quite a bit i thought it was pretty decent um but other than that one yeah it's been a pretty piss poor franchise i what do I haven't really said what to you, but you seem to have like a lot on your mind. I, about I actually enjoy Superman. Man of Steel when I saw it in the, the first time in theaters, but I mean, I've been meaning to watch Batman and Superman fight. I saw them fight in cartoons. I've been seeing them uh, arguing comics for decades at the time. And it was like, I, even though the promotional interior was weird, I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's going to be like, a, you know, when it says, oh, do you believe it's, oh, you will. That sounds like a dumb wrestler movie type of bs that's maybe it's gonna be a dumb wrestling movie okay i'm up for that but movie has some good parts but it's like i saw the longer cut and you know it's a they try to to make what should be a very simple plot so complex that's one of my main complaints i'm like i saw the cartoon version and it had the joker and Lex Luthor teaming up and it was perfectly more than reasonable. Why they could have recycled that plot. They, that's the thing, they always use elements from the cartoons that the that eventually we're gonna discuss, but they never get the people who made those cartoons to work on the movies. And they you know, they, they, they work at the same place. They could get 
Bruce Tim and Paul Dini just write us a decent Batman movie for once. For once. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like they, they haven't written good Batman. We just went through the Dark Knight trilogy and we, we liked, yes. you know, the, 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 the Burton and, and the Schumacher f- films, generally speaking. But they still took so. most of their imp- inspiration from the, from the, uh, the 90s uh, cartoon. Most mm. of the stuff, the elements, the visuals, they steal it wholeheartedly from the cartoon. I mean, and Batman v Superman, they try to do that, but they... They don't understand. Like Zack Snyder doesn't, and that's the thing. The that movie is made by somebody who doesn't have faith in uh, not goodness, but Superman is a very positive character and very like I'm gonna be a good guy because I, I I need to be a good guy. They made they they gave the most cynical person in the world the least cynical character in the universe. You don't have a, a mopey Superman. Superman is not the character. That is to that should be realistic and mopey and have like self doubt. No, Superman's to be is a symbol of hope. They say that he's a symbol of hope in that movie, but they they say it, they never show it. Yeah, well, there's that little montage where he's like helping people, and where it looks like he's gonna he's going to slit his wrists while saving people. Mm. I don't know if he looks like I don't remember him looking like he wants to slit his wrists. He but, looks depressed, but. Uh, it, it was yeah. That's a weird element about that that movie. It's like a good. It's like the kernel of a good idea that was so mishandled. And and the kernel is is as follows. Superman hasn't been around. For, well, I mean Clark Kent's been there for, for years, but Superman has j- just showed up like last week or whatever. Uh, Save the world, although you know a little bit of property destruction in the meantime. And or, or in the process of saving the world, so people are like, "Well, thanks, but like, aren't you a little dangerous?" dangerous? I, I, at its core, I like the concept of the world. Maybe not putting its faith, maybe not you know putting all its chips on the S on the guy's chest like right now because that first adventure was a little effed up that's a reaction to man of steel but yeah, and, I understand. and but but he could still make a good story and it's f- and it would have been fine if clark kent had been a little doubtful that would be f- that you c- there's a superman movie to to be made there and that they just went so far if in the deep end that like Clark Kent almost doesn't want to be Superman anymore. And that's where I was turned. The, the idea is interesting, but they didn't use it well. The, well, they had, I think they had so many good, they had good ideas. That, that idea is good. The idea, of, the idea of Superman doubting himself after saving Aldo at some cost metropolis and feeling guilty about it because he brought the Kryptonians to, to, to planet Earth. And then there's a story there. Bruce Wayne doubting himself after seeing a, a god amongst mortals. Like, oh, I worried something. This changes everything. Yeah, this I changed. thought I had plans for everything. Apparently, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, he, Lex Luthor being this, like, I think he owns a social, it looks like LexCorp is more like a social media company almost. Like yeah, we don't really know what they do. Yeah, it's very weird. But the person, like the Mark Zuckerberg personality, like kind of twitchy. Yeah. I, 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 okay, it's it's a choice, uh, but you know they f- and the thing of Lex Luthor, they 
they should in 2018 I would kill to see a present Lex Luthor story <laughs> there's, there's a comic storyline about that huh that's why I'm saying that. <laughs> okay. I haven't read as much Superman. As they, they made a cartoon, uh, ba- Batman v Superman uh, movie, where it's called Batman Superman Public Enemies, and it's present okay. due to condensed. We, 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 I mean, it's called Batman versus Superman, and this is our Gotham, Gotham detour. We, we haven't really talked about Batman uh, in... We've talked about Batman. Yeah. We spent an hour talking about... But we haven't talked about Batman in this movie, because we have another one to get to still. Yes. So, okay. Uh, Affleck. He's he's good. I I do like it's extremely intense, uh, but I do like him in the role. Again, I I get. I'm gonna say the same damn thing I just said about Clark Kent. Interesting idea. I get it. The man that's always ten steps ahead is suddenly five steps behind behind because there's a freaking alien that I cannot punch in the face. I will break every bone in my body if I do that. I'm in. Tr- if I'm in trouble. And I'm Batman. <laughs> Everybody up behind me on this planet is in trouble. So I have to fix something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like that. And it's, it's, this is supposed to be the older Batman. There's a reference to the, the death of Robin. You know, I, 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 like, I like the starting point, and I think Ben Affleck is good. He also mm. looks freaking ripped. Um, he makes he make, he makes Casino Royale Daniel Craig look small actually, yeah. um, and but again, so intense, so far off the deep end that I'm like, I don't know if I really like this Batman very much. <laughs> like I read the story that this is sort of based on the Dark Knight yeah. Returns. Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. It's it's good, but you know that one's oh it's hor- oh it's so political it's so this so that like I've never loved I it, it's it's interesting it's interesting and I'm and I'm happy I read it I'm glad I read it it's worth reading I don't love the Dark Knight Returns I love bits and pieces I lo- I like it but I love more some of the bits and pieces than the entire thing it's almost one of those things where I'm like that's a really cool experiment for a one-off Batman slash Superman uh, story I'm glad I read it I don't need another one of these I'm gonna go back to Tim Burton and you know whatever they do in the comics you know I don't need another one it it changed how Batman is perceived that they they added some grit for the comics. It's it actually it's it's well, really well regarded, but I, at the time the, it, it was really started on the same time as Watchmen. I think Watchmen is a better book than The Dark Knight. I think The Dark Knight is a simpler storyline. It's still thematically and the plot and some of the dialogue is great. Some of the 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 script itself is like the description. Batman, but if you read Batman's inner monologues, it's quite captivating. Mm. But it's it, it, it's supposed oh. to be the swan song for Batman. Basically, yeah. it's the last Batman story. They made sequels to that comic, but <laughs> so much for that idea. It, they're miserable. I hated them. Or even the one that came out a couple of years ago. It, I think it's not over oh, yet. It's not over. Like the Master Race or something like that. Mm. I haven't read that. I've known. I've never. I've never read the second one. So. Don't. Mm-hmm. I bought the original issues and I read it once and it's somewhere in storage and never plan to open it. Mm. Uh, so that brings us to the most recent. Not very recent, actually. It's a few months ago, literally. I saw it for my birthday a second time. 
I think I remember you telling me that. The only time in my life I've been able to see a Batman movie, because I'm born in January, was uh, in 93, well, technically in 94, uh, I saw Basket of the Phantasm Theater, and that was a fantastic, that's a fantastic. That's pretty good, yeah, I like that one. I only saw it once, so my memory's a little hazy, but we'll get, I mean, well, well, you know more than me, I'll leave the the floor to you, but (laughs) let's finish the movie, uh, the live action films with, with just La Ligue des Justiciers, Mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, so we get Wonder Woman, who by this point is she's already had her own film, although like literally just a few months before this one. Although, well, she's she's in Batman versus Superman, mind yeah. you. Uh, so, uh, and and you know some other guys join in like Cyborg and Flash, Flash or the Flash, the Flash, the Flash, and uh, and my and my man Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. So this one is. Um, this one, this is a bit of a, a, a sad film. I know it, it's very easy to lambast Zack Snyder, the director, but I mean, you know, some very, very unfortunate things uh, happened behind the scenes, w- which led um, him to to leaving uh, the production and, and handing the reins over to, to Joss uh, Joss Whedon. And you know what? The, the, what's so ironic? Everybody just loves to hate Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder, you're such a shitty storyteller. You know what? I can't stop hearing since that. Since the Justice League came out, I wish they'd release the Snyder cut. I thought you all hated Zack Snyder. Yeah, I I wish they honestly they should have shelved the film and or at least wait for, until uh, yeah they should have put the wait the release it this summer, finished the reshoots after uh, what's his face had the time to shave his mustache. Yeah. Well, that's the least of this problem. It, it, it looks a little weird. I, I'm not going to deny that, but that's the least of this film's problems. Yeah, but you, by, by doing that, you have the time to rework the script, fix some of the issues that you have. Because it's not even the mustache. Some of the post, the, 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 the post, not conversion, but the, the post-production looks weird. When they're in that final act, uh, it just looks bizarre. Like I the, know. The, the sky. It looks unfinished. I I think they changed their mind. They tried to make it brighter because remember, like the the image was much darker. And oh, there's so many things. You know, what? I wish they did something in the that they did in the comics when when Darkseid inv- invades uh, uh, Earth. In it's called Final Crisis. He uses there's something called the uh, the anti life equation, and he, he uses that to make people bend to this to his will and if i remember correctly in that storyline he uses like computers cell phone everyone has a cell phone in their pocket so and he uses that to like diffuse and he takes over people's brains kind of comment on on social mm. media they did mm. that in 2000 i think eighth i think and i'm like that that was ahead of its time as a concept yeah. i wish they did something instead of it's the same plot as Man of Steel. They're terraforming the Earth. I'm like... Ugh. With a real wet noodle of a villain. Yeah. A real wet noodle. Steppenwolf. He look, who looks... Oh, I've been in a lot of this movie. looks horrible. But he, him in particular looks pretty bad. Yeah. And I'm... I'm they should have... I don't know. And he's they, boring. There's no story. They're, they intended to make Justice League Part 1 Steppenwolf of Ste- Justice League Part 2 Darkseid. But because... The negative uh, reaction of Batman v Superman said, "Okay, we're just doing the, the one Justice League movie, and then instead of keeping your good villain Darkseid, but at the same time, I'm glad because they would have 
ruin the dark side we can keep it for apparently they're doing they're doing a new gods movie and he's like the main villain he's like the dark vader of uh those characters wouldn't he be like the thanos of those characters yes but thanos is like the dark, like the big 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 bad guy that that actually yeah thanos thanos is actually a copy of dark side because that's but i'll keep that for another episode because i think i said too much um so yeah that's an i i still like it i haven't bought it yet on dvd i eventually i will i mean i need to get that poster uh gotta get it on itunes brother yeah but dvd yeah didn't even say blu-ray you didn't even say 4k Mm, blu-ray dvd i'm old school uh i need to get that poster say if i want to i want to say i don't know if i'm gonna get the yeah i'll probably get the justice one of the justice please it must be what 10 bucks online or something no actually it's not but i'll see if they still have it that sometimes they have posters at walmart i see if they still have Mm. some uh because that movie was not very popular it doesn't perform and uh, honestly, I can see why. I mean, it looked unfinished, and people had a bad taste of Batman v Superman, and it came out right after Thor Ragnarok. And I don't think people were that excited to see Superman. I mean, the public has, if there was any, if there was ever an example of of the movie going public, the patrons that keep this industry going, uh, of of that of the movie going public having made their bed between DC and Marvel, it's Thor Ragnarok being successful, which, I mean, that wasn't the first Marvel movie. So you no. figured that would be successful. And then, like, three weeks later, a, ma- a movie with Batman, with Superman, with Wonder Woman, who just made a billion dollars, with Aquaman, with, with The Flash. Everybody loves The Flash, although it's not the same one as the TV, but whatever. Uh, and it gets crushed. Crushed. Yes. Like the 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 movie going public has made up its mind. I I still think like Wonder Woman two is going to be a, a major success. I think there, I and honestly I think because there's no Star Wars this Christmas, I think Aquaman's going to do good. I think and I they well, got. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Period. Yeah. I've seen Jason Momoa in some interviews. He seems like an okay guy. Uh, he's not the lead in a whole lot of movies. No, I don't think he's the lead in anything. Did, did the Conan reboot? Oh, that was horrible, um, uh, and and so and, and he he's the few positives out of Justice League. He's kind of one of them. He's kind of funny. Yeah, he's fun. Uh, I always keep saying. Well, we both keep saying, "My man!" Like it's it's such like a it's such a silly thing to say that it's almost become its own like. It's endearing. Gag. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know the ride ain't over yet. My man. Woo! He yeah. has uh, an attitude that, yeah, not, none of them have that He's attitude. a jock. Yeah. He's a jock. But, like, you, jocks are usually annoying. He's not that annoying. He's a he's lovable like a, jock. He's a lovable jock. So, yeah, I hope his movie's good. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want any film to be you have bad. No, so. I, can, I want to enjoy a DC movie as much as I enjoy a Marvel movie. There's Marvel movies I didn't enjoy. And there's DC movies that, obviously, I didn't enjoy, but. They seem to be. They seem to have learned of their from their mistakes of the Batman v Superman Justice League uh, experiment, uh, and hopefully they're going to. Oh, look, Wonder Woman was good. Let's pretend Aquaman is going to be good, and let's pretend Wonder Woman two, which comes out. You know, do you want Wonder Woman to be that popular? Because it's like a week or two apart from part twenty five. But, uh, but uh, so Wonder Woman was good. Let's pretend Aquaman is good, and let's pretend Wonder Woman two is have, good. They have Shazam also, and that that I'm, I I I I, I can't see not like I think it's gonna be 
a good i think it's gonna work because they got the great uh, funny ca- ca- actor jack zach uh what's his name zach was, efron no he was chuck he was uh also i forgot his name but he's a fun like i love chuck because of him and uh it's a character that has appeal kid appeal because he's a kid that turns it's big with superheroes that's mm-hmm. that has kid appeal and they can make him very charming this Good. way because if because maybe this the dc universe is not i mean they they did make one good one <laughs> wonder woman so it's not like they can't do it so if aquaman and wonder woman 2 are good you know maybe this thing isn't dead they just have to just just make individual films just tell good stories and every once in a while if you want them to band together do that but don't like cram it don't, don't force the character to be dark when the 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 they are supposed to be light like i don't want to see the shiz- the dark and gritty shazam movie where he's a, a child uh, that survived uh, molested uh, molest molestation like i don't want to see that movie how long are we going? We're going uh, one hour and 20 minutes. Uh, so I'm going to b- show you uh, the thing that I got that I'm most, the most, one of my proudest possession. I got it in 2014. And we, I haven't really seen the... Uh... And I met Kevin Conway. Yeah, you, know, you said this before. This, to Matthew, I'm Batman. I am Batman. I am Batman. Kevin Conroy. <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm Batman. That was a, a panel that I attended. It's, it was uh, called Batman at 75 at the Paley Center. Uh, there was a bunch of people that were there among uh, uh, other things. Mark Tyler Nobrun wrote the book that helped uh, Bill Finger get his credit for cre- co-creating Batman. And also uh, Kevin Conroy was there. Kevin Smith was there. Um, and you, you can actually, I think... St- I don't know if it's still online, but for a while he had the entire panel on the, um, the Fat Man on Batman um, podcast. What? Fat Man on Batman. <laughs> it says Batman. But it used to be Batman. Now it's like mostly a pop culture themed uh, podcast. But it, it was just a fantastic experience. I mean, being in the real Gotham and seeing the real Batman. Yeah. And I spoke with Kevin Conner for a while and explained to him, like, among other things, I the, the Batman cartoons helped me learn English as a second language and said, yeah, your English is really good. So, for, for non- did, did he say, oh, your English is really good? Or did he say, I noticed your, your English is really very <laughs> he, efficient? He, he said my English was with his real voice and, in fact, the uh, cartoonish voice. But he's, he's a fantastic guy. I've seen him in a couple of interviews. He seems pretty nice, actually, yeah. Um, so Many I, say the best Batman. The best Batman. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 as as an actor playing Batman, you know, I, I still really like Christian Bale, but certainly as as a universe, the character, and Bruce Wayne, and his world. Uh, probably the animated series is the best one, which is the one we'll probably won't have much time talking about. Yeah, I think. Well, Vol- you know volume. What? You know what volume two should be? A Batman animated series episode. The, another detour. Well, yeah. Yeah, Cartoon it's, detour. It's, it's, it's Gotham City is a town that I'm willing to visit there multiple. There are many alleys. There are many dark alleys we can lose ourselves down. Yeah. And many rogues, members of its rogues galleries we can fight against. <laughs> yes. Um, so I think we'll wrap this up. I mean, next episode, we can't really overpromise. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be our Comic-Con post. Like, and my goal is to milk our Comic-Con experience as much as yeah, possible. Yeah, because at the time of this recording... 
which is June 22nd, the next thing we will record will be like whatever we can record at Comic-Con, essentially. So, yeah, the next thing we're doing is not actually my living room, you know, the next book and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so we'll I was actually getting ready in my head. Well, we're going to talk. We're turning in, but nope, not yet. <laughs> no, and I, my goal is to, like, the Comic-Con is three days. It. My hope is to get three different shows on the different days. I don't know if it's, we're going to be able to get that much material. Mm. If we don't, we don't. If it's one day, one episode worth of the material, it's one day worth of the episode. Or if it's two, it's two, it's three. Yeah, fantastic. But that's my goal, my aim. But who knows if I'll be successful. Well, we want to record the presentation. Yes. Uh, be it audio and or video. So at the very least, you'll be getting that. But the goal, yes, is to walk around, poke some people, and... Uh, See what we get. Irrespective of what their costume has, <laughs> ask their opinion on James Bond. Yeah. Which could prove to be quite delightful. Could be fun. I hope so. Uh, I, regardless of what sort of answers they could poop out, I think it could be delightful. Yes. I mean, after that, technically, we're, we're after the, this recording session, we're going to tackle uh, Thunderball. Yeah. But yeah. That, that's sort of the next official episode. It is Ian Fleming's Thunderball, the name, the year of which escapes me. 61? 61. 61. 61. Yeah. Whenever that episode comes out, it's going to be a little while uh, don't be afraid by the time by the time you're listening to this logically i think we're, we're, we're we probably have a date a recording date set for thunderball oh, for sure we usually do these things at the end of the month yeah so at, at some point during the last week of july we'll be recording july or early august, early I august guess. Yeah. yeah so uh, i guess we'll do the whole social uh although i want to say this was fun this this was a lot of fun this is fun. Um, this uh i mean we can take many eventually i mean i i think another one i'd love to do is um, a star wars tour or a star tour Tour of the galaxy a galaxy tour yeah yeah i guess so. i mean god there's so many of these uh oh but the, but the, sort of the running gag about this one is that we we do mention batman yeah. every now and then on our podcast <laughs> it's insane we don't really talk about star wars on the podcast no i know but but uh, we also want to remain a James Bond. You're right. You're right. The but more m the more special one-offs we do, the less it sounds like a James Bond. No, podcast. I know. But this one, I I think it's gonna. This one earned it. All right, let's do the social media tag. Oh, you can find us. We're, we're we're not the Gotham Detour. We are the James Bond Complex. Uh, we have the www.thejamesbondcomplex.com. We have a Facebook page. Please search for the James Bond Complex. We have a Twitter account which is at the Bond Complex. We have an Instagram account. Please search for us at the James Bond Complex. Um, please uh, subscribe and download on Google Play. Can you, can you Google that? <laughs> um, and of course, please uh, okay, search, Google? subscribe. <laughs> Google. Um, iTunes. Subscribe. Uh, r uh, review and, and give us a, 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 00, a 005 star rating. Who? It's getting late. Yeah. We've been talking a lot. Um, I'm on Twitter. We're both on Twitter individually. I'm at double O pop. That's the word double underscore O H underscore pop. I'm at Matt Claire. You know, just as James Bond is one to return. So too with the James Bond complex. Although as, as we've elaborated on the James Bond complex will return in, in, in many shapes and forms. Ooh, <laughs> over the weeks to come. The 
Comic Con tribe multi part series. Multi part series and Montreal Comic Con's multi part series. And at some point this summer we'll go to the beach and talk Thunderball. Yes. Oh yes. Mm. Merci Domino. beaucoup. Merci beaucoup et à la prochaine. Au revoir. I don't want to call him a blunt instrument because that, that would be too base. It'd be too gross. He's he's better than a blunt he's instrument, not but the uh, the hero that we uh, want, but the hero yeah, we, we deserve. deserve. <clears throat> Thank Why? you, Batman. Thank you. Fate the black credits. Hans Zimmer booming it out, rocking it out. Um, no, but but you're right. I mean, I I know you gave a quote from from the Dark Knight, but but it true. applies to Bond. Yeah. You he's he's. <laughs> He's not a nice man, no. but he's doing the right thing. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's that devil that does the uh, the work of the angels, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no, because an angel doing no. Yeah, yeah. He's a devil doing the work of the angels. Yeah, he's a effing asshole <laughs> that is doing what needs to be done so that you and I can go back to our respective homes at night and make ourselves a nice dinner and uh, uh, sleep soundly at night. Yeah. But he's being a complete dick about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. It looks very Art Deco. It looks like a. I would have almost mistaken it for a cappuccino maker. But know. it looks, you know, uh, you you remember the the nineties uh, uh, Batman uh, cartoons? Mm -hmm. Everything's Art Deco in that uh, cartoon, right. so it feels like a Batman gadget. Okay. That cartoon. <laughs> okay. All right. I could use see Batman using it and batteries come out of it or something. Yes, yes. He, it's like Batman. He puts uh, his insignia on everything. Uh, moon, uh, like Drax. Why did he put the Moonraker sign on top of his buildings? Nobody's going to ever see that unless they're flying over in a helicopter and they need to know. Uh, that's the Moonraker because it says Moonraker. See, it says Moonraker. I use the word positive. You're hesitating all of a sudden. <laughs> no, no, no. But just because I have okay, I'll introduce a new um, a new segment on the podcast where I'll, I'll call it the Batman Connection. The Batman Connection. Because Jill St. John was um, among other things, she she has a very very long career in uh, Hollywood. I think she she was a child actress uh, when she started, but she was also a guest star on the uh, 1960s. Batman really? TV show, yes. For real? The first, yeah. The first episode, she actually, it's a, it's a two-parter with the Riddler, and eventually the Riddler kidnaps Robin, and they uh, make a mask of his face, and uh, they have a copy costume um, that uh, Jill St. John's wear, and she assumes the identity of Robin, and Batman uh, takes her to the Batcave, and... Uh, when she uh, gets into a bad game, she she reveals her true identity. Ha, and, I'm Tiffany Case. And <laughs> this is what she looks like. Wow. Well, I mean, it helps that it's Joe St. John. Um, But that's not all. That's not all. I just want you to take that image and print it in your mind. This uh, image this of Joe St. John looking... That's fine. It's imprinted in my, in my and, mind. And Robin, right, okay. We're good. Um, about 20 years after she appeared as... Uh, I don't remember the character she plays, but as fake Robin in uh, the, that series, uh, Frank Miller wrote and uh, drew uh, the Dark Knight Returns, 
Yeah. And there is a female Robin mm. that is introduced in that character. Uh, I can't remember what the, I've read the Dark Knight Returns. It's Carrie Kelly. It's basically Jill St. Jones. Like that character, it's obviously she has the same red hair. It's clearly with. I hadn't seen the episode when I and I haven't read The Dark Knight Returns in many years. Do you think there's actually? Uh, no, I think it's it's eh? clear. It's it's evident. Interesting. She's same type type of hair, red hair, oh, glasses though. Isn't, isn't she like twelve years old in the book or something yeah. like that? I guess so. How old was Joe saying? John in sixty six. Probably twenty twenty six. Wow. Okay. She's get born that picture, in. Get that picture away from me. Uh-oh. Do you want to Wikipedia? Yeah, I'm going to Wikipedia that. We don't so, we don't do a live Wikipedia very well. I think have I actually broken my Mac? No. <laughs> is Bane? Bane. <laughs> no, but I, what I, by that I mean his only mission is to destroy James Bond. Like he's an obsession. And if you read the Batman comics, Bane is the character that broke Batman's back, but just because he was obsessed with breaking batman's back for some mm. reason he an obsession and we'll, we'll get into that in a, in for, in the batman podcast yes batman we really do have to record a bat one episode of yes, batman yes. okay bond, bond they're both off orphans bond has uh, i'll cut that part uh,